You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Matt, before we started this um, episode, we threw out to our Twitter followers if they have any questions. I got a weird question. And now I know why I got this weird question, because you explained it to me. What happened here? All right. So my buddy, Jeff Rusak, a former news reporter at Channel 7, his question was, why is creme brulee the best dessert? And the backstory for that is that my colleague, Jenna Caleri, got married this past weekend to Channel 4's Paul Stockman. So congratulations to both of them. Beautiful wedding out in Holland, Michigan. That's where Jenna grew up. And as we were sitting down, Jeff and I were sitting next to each other at the table, and he said, there is creme brulee for dessert, and it is the best dessert known to man. And I was like, whoa, it's good. It is not the best dessert known to man. That is too hot of a take. So he responded, why is creme brulee the best? I'm not knocking creme brulee. I like it. I think it's good. But I think if you had other options, maybe an ice cream cake, maybe apple pie, I think I would take those instead of creme brulee. So is it like, is it coffee? You know what I mean? Is that what it is or? No, creme brulee is like a custard and then you take a torch to it and you put it over the top of it. So then it gets like a caramelized top. So the top is like really crunchy, sugary, and sweet. And I am totally ignorant to this. I had no idea. I'm totally ignorant to this creme brulee. I don't know how to make it. I don't even know. I think you'd get it at like a fancy restaurant more often than not. It's really good. Like you should definitely try it, but I think there's other things that are better than it. Just give me coffee with French vanilla or hazelnut, and I'm good for a dessert. That's all I need <laughs> to sit at the table. Thank you very much, Jeff, though. We do appreciate the question. Here's a good one. Heather, what team are you most looking forward to playing and why? And now, look, we do not play. Obviously, Heather, I'm sure you know that. But what city, what road trip are you most looking forward to and why, Matt Bove? All right, so this is a two-part answer for me. The road trip that I am most looking forward to is Los Angeles because of all of the, you know, the stage that comes with that, the stakes of the game, the first game of the NFL season, the Bills finally back. I think the first weekend of the NFL year is one of my favorite weekends of the year. This is obviously a couple of days earlier than that. I'm excited to go out to LA. I'm excited to hopefully get some golf in in LA. The strictly game that I am most excited to watch is the Bills versus Chiefs week. Uh, week six bills versus chiefs week six. Sorry. I'm like jumping all over the place. It was the best sporting event that I've ever been to the divisional round last year. Right. And, and you know, for people who cover sports for a living, we, we go to a lot of different sporting events. It was unbelievable. I don't think it will ever be topped. And I can't wait to see these two teams go at it again because I'm once again expecting just an unbelievable show. It seems like Josh Allen on that stage, he's built for that stage, as is Patrick Mahomes. So you're going to just watch two guys absolutely go at it, and I think it's going to live up to the expectations. Yeah, that's a really good answer. Um, for me, I think Los Angeles, of course, my family's going out. We're going to make a little trip out of it. Uh, you got some baseball going on the day before that. 
Dodgers are at home. Angels are at home. We're going to stay in LA for a couple of days. And I'll be honest with you. I know it's, it's not super sexy, maybe on team wise, but you know, I kind of, I want to see Detroit Thanksgiving. Like it's this tradition, Detroit Thanksgiving, the bills did Dallas, the bills did new Orleans. I know it's not ideal to be traveling for Thanksgiving, but to be in this game in Mm -hmm. Detroit and Thanksgiving, that's the, that's the matchup. You know, when people think of Thanksgiving in the NFL, they don't really think of Dallas. They think of Detroit, right? To be a part of that game. I think Mac Matt is pretty cool. I think so too. I think it really shows how much the bills have arrived from 2019 to 2021 and now 2022, three Thanksgiving games in four years. Every time the NFL can put the bills on a national stage, they basically do it, which says a lot about the team. And it is, it's, it's kind of weird. Like the Detroit game for me has always been the, like, put it on in, in the background and get ready for the day. Like if I've got a fantasy player playing in the game, I try and make sure that I'm able to watch some of it. It's kind of weird with like people's like holiday, how it fits in. But I think for most people, if you're watching at home, you'll probably watch the game and then probably have your Thanksgiving meal basically right after that. And hopefully it's coming off of a win and you can enjoy your meal because if they lose, I I don't think people will be too happy. I'm also guessing they know how to treat the media in Detroit on Thanksgiving, if you know what I mean, and give a nice meal. I'm guessing they're very, very well versed in that. I think that they've done it a couple times at this point. <laughs> Hopefully they've got it the routine now. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. So thank you very much for those questions. Uh, we can always, you know, take your questions, but we'll throw it out there when we're recording a podcast and we have, you have some questions our way. I have a couple questions for you before we wrap up. I'm going to surprise you here. Okay. I have answers. We are sitting here on Wednesday, June 15th, recording this. Mm-hmm. I do not know what the score is in the first period. Who is your pick for the Stanley cup final? You're a okay. hockey guy. Yeah. That's a gr- so I don't know the score either. I'm trying not to look at it. Yeah, my pick is my pick is Tampa in six. What I want to happen is that Colorado wins. I'm really kind of sick of watching Tampa Bay win. I just think it's like okay, been there, done that, cool. Let's have somebody new come in. I just think Vasilevsky in these big time games is just a whole different beast. And I know how explosive Colorado can be, but not having Kadri, I think is going to hurt them. I just, I'm going to pick Tampa to win. And I, I hope I'm wrong. Quite frankly, I'm going to pick the abs and I do hope the abs win. I think they're just too good scoring. I know Vasilevsky is amazing. And by the way, the blight you're done all this without Braden point. He's returning, right? Which is incredible to think about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the abs in six. I think it could go seven. I think it's a fascinating series, but I think Colorado was just too high flying, too much scoring. The other question I have for you is who is your pick for the U S open golf championship this weekend? I'm so happy you asked. Okay. So I'm in a bunch of different golf pools. I'm in one too, and I haven't chosen anything yet. Okay. So I basically spent the entire day kind of like reading up and researching things and I'm kind of going back and forth. So my pick is different than anybody that I... So I'm in a lot of pools where it's like you can only pick one person once. And then once you've used them, you can't use them for the rest of the year. So I've kind of had to navigate things a little bit different. For that pool, the pool where you can't use the same person more than once, I think my lineup was like Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, Shane Lowry, and Will Zalatoris. So those are the guys that I'm rolling with there. I'm a little skeptical about Rory. Like I love Rory. And I think that coming off of the win last week, he's probably going to have a good week, but I am going to go with Justin Thomas. And I think he's, 
it's he's such a good player and he's so consistent. And I just think that he's kind of built for these types of majors, these types of events. And I know he had the PGA a couple weeks ago and he's already got, you know, two majors. I think eventually he's going to get a U.S. Open. And I think he's really going to be in contention this week. Justin Thomas game is just too balanced for him to ever not be in contention. And I feel like with the course, the way he's playing, the way the field is playing, I think he's going to have a big week. But if I could pick anybody that I want to see win, I would love to see Rory win. I hear you on that. I like Rory. Scotty Scheffler is always tough to pick against, though, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I mean he's, he's made, this year he's been the best player in the world. Yeah. The U.S. Open's a different beat. I, I'm sure he's going to contend because he's got the game to contend. But I think if you give me like a Sunday final pairing with a guy like Scotty Scheffler, with a guy like Will Zalatoris against some of the guys who have kind of been there, done that in the majors, I'll give the nod to those guys. Phil Mickelson, 200 to one odds at Caesar Sportsbook. After all the controversy with the Live Golf Tour and everything like that, he's playing in the U.S. Open. Think he even makes the cut? No, I don't. I don't. Probably I think not, he's going right? to get chewed up. I, I think he's going to get chewed up. By the, I, it's funny. This is going to, for basically the rest of his life, be something that people immediately think of when they hear Phil Mickelson for a long time. Phil Mickelson was, you know, a fan favorite golfer that people absolutely adored and, you know, not to get into it too much, but people now have an opinion. People either think that he's doing the right thing and a lot more people think he's doing the wrong thing. So I don't think he's going to contend this week. And I think that if he does struggle, there's going to be a lot of people out there who are probably happy to see that. Matt and I are going to be playing in a golf, little golf event on Thursday, the 23rd to uh, benefit to both, Oshai Children's Hospital, the Evan Wood Fund that we talked with Eric Wood about. Looking forward to playing in that, but also looking forward, of course, to a lot more. It's always game day in Buffalo. We will have that for you throughout the offseason and into the season. Make sure you check it out in all your podcast forums, wherever you get your podcasts. Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, of course, the Odyssey app. You can follow Matt along on Twitter at Matt underscore Bove. He's at channel seven WKBW TV in Buffalo. I'm at WGR sports radio Five Fifty, And of course on the bill sideline in the regular season, Matt till next time, buddy, we'll talk with everybody. And of course you have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, the U S open. And I guess you and I are going to talk next week. The next time the podcast comes out. Absolutely excited, excited for a little bit of a break, but I can't lie. I'm already excited for training camp too.